You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Praise God, yes. So, all of us must go back to it. Amen. Praise God. Yes. I expect that we all go back to it and study it. That's the way to go. Everybody. It, the problem, the devil has already been defeated. Problem is our lack of what? Knowledge. Yes. Okay. So, when you don't lack a teacher, then you don't have an excuse. I think you need to write this down. When you don't lack a good teacher, then you don't have an excuse. So, write it down so you can remind yourself. So far as God has given you a good teacher who will teach you right and train you right, you don't have an excuse. Simple. I will give you shepherds after my own heart. Yes. He gave gifts unto what? Men. Simple. Simple. Right. I speak as the oracles of God. I speak with grace that only God supplies Thank you so much for your kindness, for the openness of the spirit right in this place, in our hearts. Thank you for clarity of thought, of expression, of purpose, and of understanding. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you so much that you are exalted and we are edified in the name of Jesus. Amen. 2 Timothy 3, 15 to 16. And that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good, for every good. Curses two, curses two. So Timothy knew the scriptures from childhood. And he made a difference in his life. And therefore, Apostle Paul writes and, te- and, and tells him that all scripture is given by inspiration. It's God's breath, inspired by God. And therefore, it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction. And look at what he says. He says that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every. If you want to be complete, he has made you complete. If you want to live it out, you must say the script. You must know the scriptures. So anywhere you see a matured believer, they are studious believers. They are using God's inspiration, which is God's word, to their benefit. And therefore, they allow themselves to be corrected by the word, <laughs> rebuked by the word, encouraged by the word, trained by the word. So what are you allowing yourself to train you? What are you allowing yourself to rebuke you. Is it the rebuke of the world? People talk to me and they rebuke me by the world. They rebuke. You say, you are teaching this. How can you teach this? If it is of God, it will make you get more money. I said, really? That's the rebuke of the world. It is not of what? The word. So if I heed to that rebuke, I'll be trained by that. Some of you hear different rebukes. 
Or maybe probably the same things. They're coming to church too much. And they rebuke you. It's the rebuke of the world. It's not the word. And that's why we have to study the scripture. Study means to research. And within our context, you won't know what you are researching is right or wrong. So when you found the right stuff, what you rather now do is dig. So you see, our research is digging what we have been taught. Praise God. Is it making sense? So if you go out and you are just reading from the internet and reading and reading, you won't know whether what you are reading or studying is right or what. Wrong. Is it making sense? Yes. But now that you've realized that, okay, I've been given what is right, now study that and dig into that. Dig into that. So that it can, you can have the full benefit of what it gives you. Praise God. 2 Timothy 2.15. Be diligent to present yourself approved of God. A worker who does not need to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of what? Truth. Wow. Are you rightly dividing the word of truth? Are you ashamed? Uh, please ask the next person. Yeah. Yeah. So if you see anybody who is ashamed, it is because they don't know their scriptures. You call them for evangelism, <laughs> I don't have time. It is not time you don't have. The things you are confident and comfortable about, you have knowledge of them. The reason why your career, you're comfortable, confident about your career is because you have knowledge. You studied it. You went to school. You wrote exams. You passed it. You did practicals of it. You know it. So you are confident and you are comfortable. When they ask you questions, you don't shake. What about scripture? What about your soul into eternity? How much have you studied it? How much? So a workman of the gospel, a liberal of the gospel, will not be ashamed if they are studious. And that's why I said, you don't just study on subjects, study the whole Bible. Study the whole Bible. Now I spoke to Hebrews 1 and 2. Hebrews 1, 1 to 2. He said, God at various times and in various ways. Okay, the Amplified will tell you in various dispensations and portions of truth. So Moses received portions, Isaiah received portions. All of them, although they echoed one another, okay, in succession, there were little portions that came uniquely to each of them. Okay, about what the Messiah is coming to do in redemption. The Christ. Praise God. Okay, and they actually were revealed to in various ways. Like I said, God will find something within your culture that can connect to his agenda. And he will give you revelation through that so you can understand his agenda. Okay, so in Hebrews 1.1. It speaks to how God spoke through them because they couldn't get to God. There was a distance because of the curse of sin and death. So man cannot connect to God. So God found ways to connect to man. So man will know him and understand his agenda for man. But Hebrews 1-2 tells us that in these last days, after Christ resurrected the full revelation of God came to us. Oh, praise God. So now he lives in you. And by his spirit, in studying the word, you can find full revelation. 
So he does not speak to us in shadows anymore. We have the real. So we understand it in reality. That's why we say the new creation realities. It's no more shadows. We have the substance. Hebrews 10.1. For the law having a shadow of good things to come. So the law has a shadow of what? Good things to come. So you can see the full glimpse of what was to come because they were not connected well. Man was spiritually dead. We have looked at that and we'll look at, into it. Okay? Because of sin. Because of sin. What sin? And we know exactly what happened. We know what the tree stands for. We know what the fruit stands for. We know what death it, it is. All right? So we know exactly that they did not believe the God who gives eternal life. And therefore, they lost life. And that's how death came in. Death entered. So shadows of good things to come. Wow. So even though the law was actually an addendum and in a bad taste, it was still communicating in shadows the goodness of God. Oh, oh, this God. And not the very image of the things. Can you get that? And not the word, very image of the things. And that's exactly why you must understand that what Moses saw is not what he put down. He couldn't communicate. There was a gap. Between what he was seeing and what he was asking them to do. Hey, are you hearing me? It is only a part resemblance of the very image. Are you getting it? Yes. So you see the difference between a shadow and an image. When you see somebody on telly, you are seeing their shadow. You are not seeing their image. Sometimes the person is very short, but you see them tall. True or false? You know when people saw me? Until they will see me, they, they think that, they say I'm short. I don't know how come the, the, the cameras make me very short. So they see a short, and then when they see me, ah, look, you look very short. So they see me as, who is short here that I, I'm bullying you with my tallness. So Ben, what would you say? Adam is, Adam is not short. All the short people are hiding. <laughs> right. so, so the shadow does not give you the full revelation of the person, true or false. Sometimes you see a shadow dark, but the person is fair. <laughs> so don't think that Moses saw a shoe bread and saw candles. No, he saw something <clears throat> as a representation that he could find in his culture to communicate what God was telling him. Are you here with me? So it was not the real thing. Say it was not the real thing. Hallelujah. Can never these, some, these same sacrifices which they offer continually year by year make those who approach perfect. So it didn't make them perfect. What was happening was that God's mercy was just revealed. <laughs> God was just showing what? Mercy. God is good. Oh. God is good. So good. Within their culture, what they understood by sacrifice and all of that, he used it in resemblance to bring mercy to them. To show them what was going to happen to save mankind. Praise God. And that's why Luke 24, 45, 44 to 45 comes in. Do you get it now? Yes, because now Jesus 
would have to throw light on the shadow. So he would have to now journey with them through the whole Bible. That's why you don't jump into conclusion regarding scripture. You know, when, when, when I started these teachings, I mean, some of us took off and they were so excited. And then all of a sudden they started jumping into conclusion. So you are there and then you ask them, oh, uh, um, Talk to me. And then they will start their own revelation. You know? Listen to me. When I teach these things, don't try to teach them. Take your time. It shouldn't take you less than two years. I'm not joking. Because you have not become one with it. That's why I, I think that most of all of us should stick to the good news. Stick to it. Entrench yourself in it. Whilst you are listening to this, yes, listen to them. But don't try to teach them now. Are you understanding me? Very important. So don't jump into conclusion. Because you see, truth is consistent. Say truth is consistent. Now what it means is that whatever the Bible said from the beginning, listen, is seen in Revelation. <laughs> so if you don't understand the concepts very well, you end up saying some things and you have to go back to change them. And it gets you yourself more confused. And that's why studying is key. Say studying is key. And it must be a lifestyle. Say it must be my lifestyle. Listen to me. Do you know you face issues every day? Do you know that you solve them by the knowledge you have every day? So when somebody tells you you are cursed, how are you going to face it? How are you going to respond to it? You have not studied what the Bible says about you regarding curses. So you're doing something with somebody. All of a sudden, they open their mouth and they start speaking. And then you panic because you don't have knowledge. Are you here with me? You don't have accurate, precise. All right. So we're dealing with it. And you have the opportunity to have the right grasp of it so you can deal with it. You can deal with it. You can deal with it. So you don't take this for granted because it has everything to do even with your everyday life. Your moment by moment decisions. Am I speaking to you? That's why you cannot say the Holy Spirit personally told me. Watch this. When you don't know the word, you are going to deceive yourself. And you are going to live in error. That's why there's no private interpretation of scripture. Scripture interprets itself. So you don't say things and say, ah, this one is personally, the Holy Spirit personally told me that this is the meaning of this scripture. Do you remember 1 Corinthians 15? Apostle Paul said, for I delivered to you, first of all, three to four, which I also received. Did you get this? Which I also what? Which I also what? So did Paul say something by himself? Whatever he said, he what? How do you go and say, as for you, watch what he said. That what? Christ died for our sins. So he was going to tell us where he received it. According to, so where did he receive it? The Old Testament. <laughs> and that he was buried. And that he rose again the third day. And then again he said what? According to the scriptures. Now, the person is speaking past tense, but he's still saying according to the scriptures. So he says, before Jesus will die, now that it is past, it was said before. Is it making sense? So I received the revelation from the Old Testament regarding the prophecies of the prophets. And I understand in the full revelation now what they said then. Praise God. So we must never go beyond the written scriptures. Seek to understand the scriptures rather. Take your time. 
Go into the details. Be patient. Say, I will be patient. Say, say I will be patient. I will be diligent. I will be consistent. I will pay attention to the language that was used. And then say, I will be okay. Praise God. You will be okay. All right? How many of you? I know you watch three movies in a day. Breakfast, lunch, supper. Don't hide yourself. Three movies. Three. Each one is like two and a half hours. Yes. Kea, kea. Push, push. Or those of you who like the romantic movies. Hey, hey, he loves him, Papa. Hey, three hours. Let me come to the guys. Football. You can watch three soccer matches a day. Yes. You you turn the channels. Play here. Play here. Play here. Watch it. Some of you, there are love letters you have kept. <laughs> yeah. Some of you are now doing your weeks. Do, I'm coming after you. You have these love letters several years. And every time you read them, Adam, Adam, the way you are laughing. Let the word of God be your love letter. Listen to me. It is the best love letter. The man should die his friend. Which love can give you? Tell me. Which love can give you that? Dockers. Which love can give you? So listen. Love studying the word. Because it's all about love for you. Yes. Pure, unadulterated words. I just heard a word. I don't know whether it's true. Without strings and stitches. It's not artificial. It's holistic. No stitches. Yes. So please, you want to trend? Trend with the word. Yeah. Trend. Don't seek to trend with anything. Yes. Please. Anything that suggests love and care. More than the word of God is a lie. It's deception. Just like the devil did to Adam. And you see how he proposed and suggests love. That he loves them more than God. You, you see that? Yes. It's deception. It's not true. <clears throat> Let's go to curses. Two key words among the seven Hebrew words for curse are often used. Kalal and what? Awa. We also realize that about 85% of, of the times curse was used in the Old Testament. The law first mentioned. What it means is that. A word is mentioned for the first time, and the usage of it tells you exactly the meaning of the word. Praise God. All right. So we know the meaning of the word, how it was used the first word time. Yes. Okay. So we can glean good understanding from there. So we saw that the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle. Watch this. Watch this. He was giving them an info. He never said, because you have done this, I curse you. He said, you are what? Cursed. Because you have done this, you are cursed. So as a result of what you did, this is what has come on you. The 17. Then he said to Adam, because you have heeded to the voice of your wife and have eaten the tree which I commanded you saying, you shall not eat. Cursed is the ground for your sake. So he never cursed man. No. He was informing them of what has happened. Okay. And we understand the tree that they were not supposed to eat. It was not literal. So it's not like a tree of evil and good was standing there. And then they say, Eve looked at it and then, ooh, then when Eve saw the tree, it was pleasant to eat. No. When she heard the word, she began to imagine life without God and imagined it would be nice. Are you hearing me now? 
So that was the tree of knowledge. Having knowledge of good and what? <laughs> Is it making sense? So, he, the, so the imagery of life without God was given them. So he says, so what God was telling them is simple that because you chose life without God, you have lost God's life. The opportunity, are you getting a point, to live the God life, you lost it. That's it. So he was not pronouncing curse on them. No. He was now telling them their state because of what they refused to choose. Is it making sense? Okay. You know, when I, I was, I mean, I was lecturing, your students will always come to you. When they do well, they said, sir, I had A in your subject. Thank you very much. I had A. When they get D, E, or F, say, you gave me. Say, you gave me. When they do well, they did it. When they don't do well, I gave them. So the lecturer is giving E's and F. So you, you know students, uh, uh, those of you who have been students, you know. So you say it amongst yourself. As for that lecturer, he will give you F right now. When you get A, that's why you say, hmm, I got A in the subject. Okay. So why didn't you say that those who got A, he gave them what? A. That one you say, you who got F, the A, he gave it. All right. So, so, so we must understand, God never said, I cursed you. They got it. Man got it. Have I used this scenario to open it up well? They got it. God, they chose it. Is that very clear? All right. <clears throat> so he was communicating to them the fact. Say the fact. Yeah. So sometimes when the fact is communicated to you, it can be hard. But it doesn't change the fact that you chose that fact. Yes. It doesn't change it. Hebrews 8.5. Who served the copy and shadow of the heavenly things as Moses who divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle. For he said, see that you make all things according to the pattern as shown you on the mountain. So we said that shadow is sky. It connotes that there's darkness around. So the moment man lost life by sin, death entered. So now they were seeing in shadows. Man was now in darkness. Matthew 27, 51. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn into two from top to bottom. The earth quaked and the rocks were split. So the veil of the temple had to be torn into two. Are you getting it? Jesus took all the right steps so that we can fully see the light. Is that very clear? Can I give you an example of shadow? Bible said in Acts 5.15, what happened? What happened in Acts 5.15? So they brought the sick out on the streets and laid them on the beds, couches. And at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. So in this context, who is the light? Is it very clear? So because of not being enabled, they were in a certain position. Man was in a certain position. They can see the light. So now, God had to move them out of that position so they can see clearly. Praise God. They were not enabled to see it. So you can't get everything in the Old Testament. You only see in shadows. Now, let's look at what Moses did not see. Look at Luke 10, 23 to 24. Then he turned to his disciples and said privately, everybody read it, go. Blessed are what? The eyes. We see the things you see. For I tell you mm -hmm, that many prophets and what? Kings have what? Desire to see 
what you see and have not seen it and to hear what you hear and have not heard it is Moses part of the many prophets is David part of the many kings so watch this watch this they are the ones who could not see it doesn't mean the information was not there <laughs> So God was willing to show himself fully. But man has put himself in a certain state so he cannot see. Don't forget about, the premise must be, we are talking about curses. So the premise must be, what does the, the curse prevent? It extricates. Did you understand the point? So something is stopping man from seeing what he should have been what? Something was stopping man from being in a certain state that he should have been in. Something is stalling the condition of man and has taken the dignity, the pleasantness of man. Are you here with me? Is it, is it clear? No, I don't think so. Is it clear? Okay. Matthew 13, 17. For assuredly I say to you that many prophets and righteous men, did you see that? Desired to see what you see and did not see it. And to hear what you hear and did not hear it. So, so, so you see, like I said last week, desire is not enough. Because the nature is not given. So the desire will be fruitless. Because something was working. So no matter how, it's like desiring that the air condition should be an iron. No matter how you desire, it can't. Because it doesn't have the nature in it to do so. Are you hearing me? Is it making sense? Yes. That's it. It doesn't. Look at Ephesians 3, 3 to 5. How that by revelation he made known to me the mystery. As I have briefly written already. By which when you read you may understand my knowledge. In the mystery of Christ. Which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men. As it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets. Ah, so Paul says, now we have been enabled. And he says, now when we see, we will see right. When we see, we will understand. Ah, can, you, can you see that? So what happened? Okay, so what happened? How is it that some people desired even to see? They can see. They desire to hear. What it means is that understand. What they're hearing there is that they can't understand. You say it. They desire to understand, but they can't understand. But how come that now in this generation, there are people who can see and see well, who can read and understand? What happened? Praise God. Are you getting the point? Because when we say mystery, it means that there is a solution. But you are the one who cannot find what? The solution. Okay? So that's why we always talk about mysterious and mystery. Because mysterious is something that you can't understand. But when you say something is a mystery, what it means is that it's only like a puzzle. You are the one who has not found the wisdom to it. So its solution is there. Is sitting somewhere waiting for you to find it. Are you hearing me? Yes. Is that very, very clear? So, 
It is not possible to rely on Moses' account alone. They couldn't see the gravity of God's promise earlier. And that's exactly why Jesus called the two people on the road to Emmaus, oh foolish ones, watch this, and slow of heart, to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Foolish ones and what? Slow of heart. Why did he, in other words, they were slow to understand. In other words, it wasn't what, he, what was said that wasn't clear. It was the problem of their level of understanding. So God can show them everything clear. But their understanding is dull. can't receive it. Yeah, they can't receive it. Because something is placed on man. Titus 1-2. In hope of eternal life with God who cannot lie. Promised before time began. So God promised eternal life. Say God promised eternal life. Okay. Why would God promise eternal life? Because that is God's agenda. That is God's intention. That is the will of God for every man. For every man. For every man. For every man. See how 1 Corinthians 1.30 makes us know who we are now. Everybody lift up your eyes. I want you to read the scripture. The difference between us and the two people in the road to, on, the, on the road to Emmaus. What this? But of him, you are what? In Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So we have insight living in us. So we, that's why we understand. Because the wisdom of God lives in you. So you have his insight. So when you read the scriptures, you have full revelation. Oh, praise God. And then also, you have the ability to walk right. Hey. 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 Can you get it? So it is not that you have insight, but you don't have the ability. So you see why he says, it is he that works in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. <laughs> hey, are you getting it? Oh, Jesus. So we have a heart to understand. Christ has become our wisdom, our insight into the word of God. So you see, your spirit is not slow. In your spirit, you are fast. You catch it. You understand the witness of the spirit. You understand the flow of the spirit. You understand the will of God. You know what to do. You know what not to do. You know where God is taking you. You know where God is not taking you. You understand the boundaries. You know. You know. You know what to do with words. I'm coming to this. That's why 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, For who has known the mind of the Lord? That he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. Oh, ah, we understand the counsels of God. Because the wisdom of God stays in us. The wisdom of God resides in us. The wisdom of God lives in us. The wisdom of God actually is our home. We cannot be deceived. We cannot be cursed. Hey, hey, you don't understand this. You cannot be cursed. Because the curse has been broken. Yes. Words is what was spoken. That broke the curse. 
that took away life and brought death. Now the words you spoke and you said, I have received the blessing. I have received the wisdom of God. I have received the life of God. Ah, no case can stay. No case can stand. It will not. It cannot. It cannot. It cannot. It can't. It has no place. It cannot feature. It can't. It can't. We have the mind of Christ. We cannot be confused. No, we cannot be confused. We cannot be intimidated. No, 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 no. Our words break every boundary. Yes, it has the capacity to change things. And, and, and to call things. That be not as though they, oh, we have words. That's why Ephesians 3, 5 says, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men. It has now been revealed by the spirit of his holy to his holy apostles and prophets. Thank you, Lord. So listen, listen to what Peter told them. Peter told them something. Peter told them something. Peter told them to look at something. Look at what Peter, Peter said, listen, he made me the head of the church by my endorsement. The wisdom of God is revealed. So I know what this poor guy is saying. Because I have the spirit of what he's saying sitting in me. <laughs> oh, so he said, listen, 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 listen. Consider that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation. He says, the curse of death and sin has been destroyed. God, by long suffering, through the cultures of men, has redeemed man from the case. Are you hearing me? And has brought salvation. And in the salvation, watch this, as also our beloved Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written to you. What? As also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which some things hard to understand. Watch. Which unthought and unstable people twist to their own destruction as they do also. So what were the shadows that they didn't understand because they were unthought? They are also doing that because they can see from the coded into the revealed. But by his grace and by the wisdom and the insight that is sitting inside of us, we can see the coded hey, because we have the revealed sitting in us. Sitting in us. Listen to me. When insight and wisdom is lost, destruction is inevitable. So a person can be out of case, yet living in case. Oh, because they don't know what is sitting inside of them. They have no knowledge. Many believers have died under cases. Yeah. We'll progress next week, but I think next two weeks we'll be looking at the cases of men and why they come through. Why they come through? 
is because we have ignorant, untaught believers. So it leads them to destruction. Yes. Many have died of certain sicknesses by the words of people. Many have locked up their fine and beautiful opportunities and stuff that God has freely given them because of the words of men. But they don't know what to do. You can't be a victim. I said you can't be a victim. No, I said you can't be a victim. You can't be a victim to circumstances. No. Life lives in you. Eternal life is blossoming, flourishing in your spirit. Hey! The wisdom of God is raining. It's raining. It's raining. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Look at John 16, 12 to 13. I still have many things to say to you. Watch this. But you can't bear them now. So you see what he told them? Before, they can't bear. However, however, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Watch this. For he will not speak on his own authority. Whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. So you see why Hebrews 1 verse 2 strikes the difference between what the prophet said and what now the son is saying. Because the Holy Spirit speaks under the son's authority. <laughs> he will only speak what he has heard from the son. So he will speak by the son's authority. What it means is that whatever the prophet said that were in shadows, he will clarify them and make them know because the curse has been broken. Case has been broken. So you see, what he told them was a legitimate state. He was telling them the state of man as a then. That man himself couldn't do anything about. Couldn't do anything about. And the next statement, which is the 13, speaks to how the difference will be effected in which dispensation we are in now. Are you getting the point? Yes. So he told them their state now and then what will happen when change the game will change by his death, burial, and resurrection. Look at Matthew 13, 10. And the disciples came to, and said to him, why do you speak to them in what? In what? You know the word parables? <laughs> so it's parable. Yes. Okay? He used 12 times as a figure of speech, an analogy, comparison. Most of us don't know that. Listen, do you know that, uh, okay, let me use Fausti, uh, Mrs. Scott, and then uh, Anita. When you are teaching the kids, you use a lot of figures of speech, parables, comparisons, analogies to be able to make them understand. Okay, so now, how the word came, parables, in Greek history, they realized that it has to be used for people with lesser intelligence. And that's why they said Jesus was telling stories. Because... They can't understand spiritual truths. So Jesus would have to water down spiritual truths through earthly truths to bring them up to speed to understand spiritual truths. Are you hearing me? So what it means is that until things are truths are communicated in parables, there will be loss of understanding. But since the case was broken, we don't need an Anansi story. <laughs> that's why you are learning things that when somebody else hears them, they would think that, ah, Bible school. Hey, 
what is this? But the thing is already rich in you. You have the insight and the wisdom of God sitting in you. You don't need parables. Praise God. So it is given to you, he said, to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. He said, to them it is not giving. For you it is giving. For them it is not giving. For you it is giving. For them it is not giving. Until you are giving, you cannot understand. It is foolishness. It is foolishness. It is weakness to them. So they can actually see strength, but they call it weakness. They can see wisdom, but they call it foolishness. Don't follow their foolishness. You are wise. There's a difference. They are wise in their own eyes. You are wise in the wisdom of God. Oh, praise God. Yes. Yes. For them, they're rushing around, showing mansions on Facebook, going to sit, post. That's their wisdom. For them, that is Udator. For them, you are trending. That is their wisdom. In quietness, in stillness, and in peace, you reign. You are not an impressionist. <laughs> no. No. You don't live life of competition. I will show. When, when we come to the curse, you would understand so many things. You, when we get into it, you would understand. The unbeliever is so cursed, you have no idea. That's why they labor for things. It is a situation of a curse. It is the man who is under curse who is always in competition because they are suffering from identity crisis. <laughs> you don't know. They don't even know themselves. So they are always finding things that will help them catch up. That's the case. So when you see them, they boast in this today. It expires tomorrow. They want to find another. It's a case. They can never find satisfaction. Yes. They can never. They can never. Let me leave here. Jesus said, you can't bear them now. So what Jesus was saying is that they cannot. Actually, the word bear, bear there is the word bastazo. Say bastazo. In other words, the unbeliever, watch this, does not have the ability and strength to be able to bear divine revelation. It's not basa. It's bastazo. The A is not. So what it means is that because, listen, he said, when the spirit of truth comes, you will have that ability now. Are you getting the point now? Uh -huh. That's why we have the ability. We have the strength to walk. We carry and walk in divine revelation. You can see clearly. I wish Johnny Nash knew this. When he said, I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. I wish he knew this divine revelation. The curse is gone. We can see clearly now. But, but watch this. We are blessed. We are so blessed. We can never be cursed. Anytime somebody tries, listen Mary, to try and say, hmm, God has cursed Ghana. Tell them which of the Ghanas. <laughs> not the one I am in because God does not even curse. <laughs> we'll talk about Mark. Where they say Jesus cares the fig tree. We'll talk about all of that. We'll go into that. You understand? Uh, have you been blessed? Honor the word. Grace, glorious grace. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. 
you for listening to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the Word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.